Good morning, everyone. <laughs> How are you this morning? Okay, thank you so much for being here. I hope you are having a wonderful day. And today, um, I would like to guide you through, maybe, usually we practice um, 15 minutes loving kindness and 15 minutes uh, mindfulness practice. But today I was thinking, I want to focus more loving kindness practice. Then. Uh, maybe less than 10 minutes uh, mindfulness breathing practice. I hope you are okay. <laughs> okay, let's start our meditation practice first. Please find a comfortable and relaxed posture. Keep your back straight as much as you can. And gently close your eyes. Take a few deep, long breaths. And relax your whole body. In this beautiful Saturday morning, you all came to the temple, sitting in front of the Buddha. We all together, we are going to develop our loving thoughts. Be grateful for this moment. Be grateful for yourself because you are able to come to the temple and you are going to practice your loving thoughts. Our mind is always changing. It is the nature of our mind. It is the nature of this world. Make a strong determination to develop your loving thoughts. And what we are doing today, it is the big step to develop your good mind, develop your good practice. With these motivational thoughts, let's start our meditation practice. It is very important to have peace and relaxed mind, relaxed body. Maybe so many things going in your mind. Please leave everything behind you. We are always focusing about other, our daily things, maybe busy with your jobs, maybe with your kids, 
maybe with your family, staff. But this moment, you are going to spend some beautiful time with yourself. Relax your mind and relax your body. Let's practice some loving-kindness exercise before we start our practice. Firstly, feel yourself as your best friend. You are the best friend of yourself. That's why you are here. As a best friend, you are always going to take care of yourself, no matter what. Again, feel yourself as your best friend. Now, imagine a person who really love you, who really want to protect you, who really care for you. You can feel that person's love. You know how much that person loves you. Now you are experiencing beautiful loving thoughts within yourself, around you. And same time, wish to yourself, bless to yourself. And repeat to yourself several times these each words.
may i learn to accept and forgive myself may i be safe and protected from inner and outer dangers May I be content May I be patient May I learn to care for myself with joy and ease. May I be strong and healthy mentally and physically. while you are repeating try to understand the meaning of each words deeply and clearly and practice self love May I learn to forgive and accept myself. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer dangers. May I learn to care for myself.
May I be strong and healthy mentally and physically. Now imagine your loved ones, imagine their faces individually. If you have any difficult time with someone, slowly let go. And also today meditation practice, Julie, she wants to dedicate her pet, Bodhi, we call Bodhi Bear. And also if you have any pets, you can think of them. And you can send loving and kind thoughts to your loved ones, also two words to your pets. May my loved ones and also my pets be well. Be happy. Be peaceful. May not any difficulties come to them. May not any dangerous May they be able to take care of themselves happily. May they be strong and healthy mentally and physically. And also, tomorrow is our wonderful teacher, Bhante Sujata's birthday. He's in Sri Lanka right now. We can send loving thoughts towards to him also. Bhante Sujata, be well, be happy, be peaceful.
May he be strong and healthy mentally and physically. May all my loved ones be well, be happy, be peaceful. You can change your posture anytime, do it mindfully and slowly. In this moment, we all together develop our loving thoughts. Think you are the one of the loveliest person right now in this world. Try to develop your loving thoughts every day towards to yourself, towards to loved ones, also towards to the living beings, and also towards to your difficult one. And now slowly focus on your breathing process. No need to control your breathing. Bring your attention to the tip of your nose. Then you can feel your breathing process. Breathe in mindfully and breathe out mindfully.
Don't think about past. Don't think about future. Enjoy this present moment with focusing on your natural, ordinary breath. If you are having thoughts, just know you are having thoughts and come back to the breathing process. Now please bring your palms together in front of your heart. Be grateful for this moment. Be grateful for your practice. Be grateful for yourself. Be grateful for this place. Without this place, we can't practice our meditation. We can't learn anything. Also, be grateful for Buddha and his beautiful teachings. And make a strong determination to develop your loving thoughts and also to practice this meditation every day at least 5-10 minutes. May peace be with you. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. Slowly open your eyes. <coughs> okay, let's start our chanting practice first. Page number 4. Namo tassa 
भगवतो अर्हतो संबुदस् नमो तगवत अर्हत संबुदस् नमो तगवत अर्हत संबुदस् बुद्धन्ंगा दम्मन्ंगी दुतीयंपे बुद्धन्ंगा दुतीयंपे दम्मन्ंगी दुतीयंपे संघंग तीयंपे बुद्धंगी तीयंपे धम्मंगी तीयंपे संघंगवत संपादवयधमो उपाजिवा निरुजी संगोपसमुसुको सभ्ये सत्ता अवेरा सभ्ये सत्ता अभ्या सभ्ये सत्ता अनेघु सभ्ये सत्ता सुखेता फरीहर मनोपुंगदम मनोष्टा मनोमया मन साचे पदुठेन वासती वोति वो नंदुकमेति चक्रवहा मनोपुंगदम मनोष्टा मनोमया मन साचे पसन्न भाषती वोति वो नंसुखमेति 
छायाव Minus the foreign states, minus chief, mind made are With a clear and confident mind, one should either speak or act. Happiness follows caused by the stress the world of will never leave. We believe, we believe in generosity towards others. We believe the skillful noble path is marked by generosity. We believe generosity has many levels. <coughs> Speak generously, act generously. We believe generosity is the heart of our spiritual practice, and this practice allows us to become accepting and forgiving. We believe extending generosity to ourselves. Thus, is a direct way of healing division, bringing joy. Nurture in this spiritual community for years to come. My wish, may I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter and a servant to all in needs. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nirvana. Okay everyone, thank you so much for being here. It is happy to see you all. And uh, today, uh, firstly I would like to talk about uh, Julie. Julia Gibson, she is our Buddha Kids teacher and she is one of our long time Sangha member. And this is Bo- Bodhi, you can see Bodhi. And uh, we call uh, his, uh, her is our temple dog. And uh, Bhante Sujata gave that beautiful name Bodhi. It is a, it is a Buddhist name. Bodhi means, um, it is, it has a beautiful meaning. And, uh, uh, Bodhi, um, I think you uh, got Bodhi when when she was little, huh? Yes, and then since that, uh, she was part of our temple, and most of the time we visited her, and especially Bhante Bhadya and Bhante Amita, they were looking after her many years since uh, last week, and however, everything is changing, impermanence, and she had a peaceful death and um, however we are so grateful for uh, Julie because she is helping temple so much and helping kids to practice meditation, learn about Buddha's teaching and um, what you are doing that everything is very wonderful because that kids, they are the future generation of this country and uh, so thank you so much for doing that and so be happy you did something for Bodhi, and we don't know where, where she is now. And uh, also, <clears throat> today uh, we have a uh, 
wonderful talk and Todd Nilsson, he's our uh, wonderful Sangha member and also our English teacher and also our good friend. And um, Todd today he's going to explain about how to pronounce uh, Pali, the chanting, because most of times people are having uh, some difficulties with how to practice, how I can uh, pronounce these words uh, clearly. And Todd going to share with you some presentation and I hope you will learn something. And also after that, uh, we need some help from you all. Tonight we are going to have a uh, huge uh, event at the temple and if you can help us to clean the uh, chair and cushions, that would be great. And uh, you can move that all the chairs to that end, you can put together and all the cushions you can put there. And after meditation, it is wonderful if you can help us. And Todd, this is your time. <laughs> My name is Todd Wilson. I'm going to sit down though because evidently this is the only chair from which I can control the, the um, projector. Let's hope it works. Okay, wake up. If you know how. <laughs> All right. Oops. I don't know why is it doing that. Okay, help is on the way. I know probably the first time you came in here and you, and the monk said, turn to page four, we're going to chant, and then you look down page four and you say, what the hell? I'm wondering, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are we supposed to do? So, this is going to clue you in, if I can get it to work. Okay, Pali. Pali is a language probably the closest language, or maybe the same language that the Buddha himself spoke. Um, and it was um, written, the Tripitaka, or the, the suttas that the Buddha taught, were written down in Sri Lanka in Pali, about two or three hundred years after the death of the Buddha. It's closely, ooh, closely related to Sanskrit, which is uh, an, uh, another Indian language. So the slight difference, like, uh, in Pali, it's Nibbana, and in Sanskrit, it's Nirvana, or Dhamma and Dharma, Kama and Karma. So they're close, pretty closely related. Um, so here are the pronunciation of, of uh, greatly simplified. These are the vowels. A is an uh, another, so never A, but uh, another. I'm gonna go through these pretty quickly. E as an and, eh, not uh, another way. So it sort of follows the Italian pronunciation of vowels, if you know that. Eh. I as an ink or ski, so it's always an E sound, even though it's an I. O as an own, so always an O, long O. And then U as in prudent, or U, an U sound, prudent, U. And Y is in yet. And 
Now the consonants also greatly simplified. As a quick side note first on the letter H, it is classified as a voiceless pharyngeal fricative. It's vaguely obscene to me, but that's what it is. So it's a sound you all make, we can all make in our throat. Ooh. And poly it is always pronounced as an his. So K is pronounced as in cat or keen. KH as in blackheath or cuh. G as in gate. G is never a soft G as in giant. It's always a hard G. C as in church or change. So that's a little confusing because there's no H, but uh, C is always pronounced as the ch sound. Ooh. And then CH is pronounced as in witch hazel. So you have to remember to put that H in there after the ch sound. So ch, little tricky. N as in neighbor or nice. Pretty straightforward. And then N with a tilde over it is like Spanish. So it's as in canyon or senor. So we've got to insert a sort of Y after the N. T as in 10. That's straightforward. However, TH as in anthill or sujata, never as in they. So as far as I know in Pali, there's no TH sound like the. So uh, just remember it's sujata and other. Why well, this thing has a mind of its own. Uh, so never as in they. D as in dig, de, that's straightforward. And then DH as in madhouse, da, da. P as in pat or pat or pinch, puh, straightforward. But PH as in top hat, but never as in photo. I think the PH came from Greek and there's no Greek in Pali. So PH is always puh. B as in back or bite. And then BH as in abhorrence. Bah, bah, abhorrence. Or V is a difficult sound. It's somewhere between V as in vain and W as in wane. So um, when we're learning chants, the monks will say, we would say, how do you pronounce V? And then, how do you pronounce V? And then they would say, V. And we would try it and they say, no, that's wrong. So. We're not conditioned, I guess you could say English speakers aren't conditioned to hear that sound, but I just sort of cheat and I always make it a W. So whenever I see a V. So how is Vipassana pronounced? It's actually Vipassana. Right. It's Right. No one will beat you up, Jason, for doing it wrong. Oh, wow, now we're going crazy. All right. H isn't hot or have, so it is pronounced hot. 
And try to pronounce all the H's, like I said, as I said before, Dhamma, Buddha, and Sangha. Try to pronounce both letters of a double consonant. That's really difficult. So Buddha or Sabha, Satta. And you, uh, what I do is sort of insert an N sound between double consonants. Of course, sometimes it's almost impossible. For instance, in Dhamma, Dhamma, you sound like you're having a stroke or something. <laughs> so try not to. But here are some hints. If you're trying to memorize, so that's all a pronunciation. But if you're trying to memorize the various chants so you're not always flipping through the book when you should be tr- chanting, I have some hints that I invented for myself. Um, so this one is Namo Tassa Bhagavato. So the double S, try to put a little space in there. The H after Bhagavato, the V, Vato. And then I try to put a little space between Sama, Sam, Buddha, Hasa. Of course, we can't be perfect, but we can try. And then Anicca, so the double C is Chacha. And then Wata, Sankhara, Upadavaya, Vaya, Damino, etc. And then sabe sata aware hontu. It's hontu, not hantu. <coughs> Pardon me. Hontu abhyapadja hontu nikha hontu suki atanam pariharantu. And then my favorites, mano pumbanga. It's a lot. But um, I won't say the whole thing, but you can figure it out. The third line is Che, Che, Manasa Che, Padutena, Mano Pumbanga, Mano Pubangama, Dhamma, Mano Seta, Mano Maya, Manasa Che, Padutena, Basatiwa, Karotiwa, Tato Nam Dukkha, Manweti Chakam Wa Wahato Padam. So when you get home, you can practice. Okay, so as we know, there are almost two identical verses, and I have underlined here for my own use, and you can figure it out too, uh, what, let, what words change between those two verses. So only Padutena changes, which you'll see soon, and then Dukkha changes, and then the last line changes. Chakamwa Wahatopadam. And this is the next one. So these are the words that change. So this one is Pasanena, when you're doing the Sukha part. Notice that there's an S and an S. And then if we go back here, this is the... Uh, Corrupted mind, the D, there's a D that changes. D as in Dukkha and Padutena. And then the last line, you're sort of on your own. So is it pronounced Yes, if you're able to do that. Dukkha and Sukha. Can you do that first word again? 
Yeah, you have to break it up. Mano Pubangama. Pubangama. Okay, so cheat sheet for we believe, but you're on your own. Because <laughs> that's actually changed in the last couple of years, so it drives some of us crazy. But it's a nice verse, so you can read it out of the book. And then last, ah, it's going crazy again. So last, uh, it's easy to, mem- I think it's easy to memorize this. Um, we, uh, this verse, may I become at all times with now and forever. So the first, uh, the first two verses start with a P and a G as in pregnant. So remember pregnancy comes first. So the first two lines start with a P and a G. You begin to remember that. The middle lines start with an SH, an S, and an L which is shizzle, which isn't easy to remember, but you can do it. And then the last two lines start with a PS, as in postscript, coming at the end of a letter. So that's how I remember the order of these lines. So may I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector, a guide, and then a ship, a sanctuary, and a lamp, and a place, and a servant to all in need. Well, that went fast. Hold on. Oh. Too small to read. We still have 10 minutes. Um, So any questions? (laughs) Yes. Right. Uh, they refer to it as a thing. You know, they're just supposed to be detached even from, from the Dharma. So what is Dharma supposed to mean for Dharma? Dharma is in our uh, lineage is means the teachings of the Buddha usually. Okay. Um, so another meaning for it? Yes, it can, things. It, it can be things. Usually, if it's a capital D, it's the teachings of the Buddha, but the little d can mean all phenomena, things, yeah. From the horse's mouth. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, James. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of combinations of consonants and vowels that constitute their own letter, um, but I haven't gone over that because that's weird. You mean for uh, transliteration? Uh, yeah, no. Well, the translation is you know the language from Pali to English. And then transliteration is the mano pumbanga blah 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 matched up the sounds with English letters, and someone I don't know who decided to use um, Italian vowels how 
Italian vowels are pronounced. Uh, they do the same thing with Japanese, so it it can help you if you learn how Italian uh, vowels are pronounced. Yes. Say again. C E Che Che. Yeah. So the E is a schwa, which we they used to teach us in school when we were young. I don't know if they still do a schwa. It was like an E sound, like a uh. <laughs> che. Yes. You say two D's in a row? Like, oh, J. Oh, J. It's very difficult. You put a little space between them. But, yeah, like J. But, you know, you won't be arrested if you don't do that. <laughs> Any other questions? <laughs> well, that's sort of a, a, I guess you could say, a custom of this temple. Supposedly, yeah, supposedly it's supposed to be like waves in an ocean, but over the years we've def- sort of um, come up with our own cadence and um, rhythm, and you just sort of follow along until you figure it out with the other temple members. And you'll notice when the... Um, monks or the nun um, chant a sutta, it sounds like a wave, uh, 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 like that. It's very nice and wonderful. Any more questions? Sounds good. Thank you.